Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to a conversation with Mike Lindell. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is February 1st, 2022. For by wise guidance, we will wage war, and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Proverbs 24, 6, and Canada is kicking it. Good job, Canada. God bless you all. Keep the prayers up for those boys up there and ladies. It is going great. All right, here we go, patriots. We are going to start with a little bit of kick for my pillow. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's our homepage for Bards Nation. And tonight you're going to get to listen to Mike Lindell. He's going to tell you all about the great stuff that's going on there, like the war he's waging against the banking industry, which is fantastic. So you head on over there to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Take advantage of all sorts of incredible savings right now, 60% off on the Giza sheets, 50% off on my slippers, 50% off on sleepwear for men and women. And with every single order, all you have to do is put in your Bard's code and guess what you get? You get your free copy of Mike's book. That's right. An extra bonus. Free copy of Mike's book with every order, every pillow you buy, every sheet you buy, everything you buy over on my pillow, you get a free book. Just use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and it's yours. That's it. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS, which is the BARDS Nation landing page. It's fantastic. We have our own special page right over there on MyPillow. All right, Patriots. Also, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the coffee for BARDS Nation. It's designed for this type of fight we're in right now. Truckers need this coffee. One cup a day gives you just a boost of energy you need for all day. Sustains that energy across the whole day. Keeps your mind focused. Keeps your energy up. Keeps your mind clear. And when you head over to Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com, you're also going to find an incredible array of products, all part of a health ecosystem, which include the Gut Health Triad to heal and seal your gut, Immune XP, which is designed to heal, Boost your immune system based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Then we have Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract currently on the market. And it is a fantastic product to isolate the pathogens in your body, including the full complement of SARS-CoV bioweapons that have been launched against us. And Earth, which is a full body supplement nutrient powder. Mix it with water. Drink it once a day. And it's everything you need to keep your body strong and healthy during this bioweapon war being waged against humanity. It's all designed to give back your health sovereignty. And it's going to get increasingly more important as we move into this next layers of this fight. Finally, we have The Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. 
head on over there. Use your Bards code there, B-A-R-D-S, to get 20% off on those fantastic heirloom Bibles. They are an NASB 1995 edition, and they are an incredible product designed to give you both a lesson in God's Word with one of the best editions out there, NASB 1995, and in give you a lesson in our history by seeing, witnessing how our founding fathers literally used scripture as a living language. So again, thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS for 20% off. And those Bibles are printed in good old US of A. So just check out those links down below each podcast and you'll see them all there. Patriots, before we begin tonight with Mike Lindell's interview, which is a great interview tonight, I think you'll enjoy it. You'll really enjoy it. We get into a lot more things than just politics, but he's going to give you a really good rundown at the beginning of the banking fight that he's in and also what we're looking at in terms of the reality of this election rigging and fraud. He's he's realistic, and he's realistic like I am, which I appreciate. No joke. But I also I want to play a clip here and just kind of a – it's a real reminder of why we're doing this fight. And this is a clip – of people calling in on one of the shows to thank the truckers, but it's all kids. And just hang out with friends and family, go to the beach. Go. I'm just going to go have fun, truckers, and thank you all. Thank you, truckers. Hi, my name is Gabriel. I'm from Manitoba. I'm turning 13 year, years old tomorrow, and I just wanted to say best birthday gift ever, having you guys fighting for us. I am so glad for you, truckers. You rock. Hi, my name is Matthew. I'm 12 years old, and I'm from Alberta, and I just want to say you guys are awesome. Keep on trucking. Good night, truckers. Thank you. To Santa Canada, truckers. I got a little guy here that wants to say something to the truckers. Thank you, truckers. Hi, my name is Matt. I'm six. I'll go truckers. Have a good night. God bless. Hello, I'm Kalia. I'm 10 years old. I come from Manitoba. I just wanted to thank you guys for what you did. I'm praying for you. I love you guys. Hi, my name is AJ and... I'm eight years old, and I would just like to say thank you for all you guys do. My mom always says, um, you got it, a truck brought it. Thank you, truckers, for standing up for us. And I am eight years old, and thank you for anything you do. I'm Austin, and the Mac Mine, and be glad you're doing those Put up the truck seat. And I I wrecked him on drum handle and I, I really love you when you're doing it. Thank you for fighting for my freedom. Good night. Thank you, truckers. Thank you, truckers, for being our heroes. This is Shiana from Pincher Creek, Alberta. We love you. I work at a daycare and I have a five-year-old son. You're doing more than giving us back our freedom. You're giving the children back their childhood. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hi, my name is Clara from Drum Heller. And have a nice drive. God bless you. It's all about the future. It's all about the children. Don't ever forget that. The sacrifices we make right now guarantees them a future or no future. And right now, we have to buckle up and double down. 
We are in a fight right now. We're only about a quarter of the way through the deep state's plan. So if you think that you know what they're doing, they have 10 times worse coming. And there's only one way to fight this, and this is to double down now on what has begun in Canada. God bless those truckers of what they started, and God bless Canada for standing together and making this work. But the only way this is going to work is if everybody starts to join in, and I mean join in hard. It is time to crush the system. They've set this up to try to blame the truckers on the shortages of beef and food. All right, bring it. Bring it. You want shortages? We'll give you shortages. We'll stop buying your crap. We've been prepping. We've been preparing. That's it. So now it's time to thrust in. Right when they at least expect it. They've got you surrounded. What do you do? You charge. You don't play. You don't sit around and suck your thumb. You don't start worrying about which way it's going to go or if we can get away with this a soft way. Quit with this garbage about, well, we're going to vote him in. We're going to put in a new president. Everything's going to be okay. B.S. We're never going to get to these CEOs. We're never going to get to these corporate heads by voting. And you're going to hear tonight from Mike Lindell very quickly here about the how damaged this system is and how critical it is that we get these Dominion systems out because it's no joke. And he's tell, he'll tell you, we continue on in the fall with these Dominion systems. Our country's over. So we got to make a decision now. And that decision is very, very simple. We either stand up as a nation and as a world, and let the system fall apart. Don't buy their junk. Let them panic. They're going to get crazy. They're going to start. They're going to start threatening you. Hey, here's here's breaking news. Just got this. In fact, from my buddy up in Alberta, fantastic Chuck Prodnick. The truckers and the farmers just broke through the Alberta border. This happened just earlier today, about 3.30 p.m. They broke through the RCMP's roadblock and charged right through it. The RCMP stood down. They stood down. You see, this is what happens when you come together. It's minus 30 degrees up there, minus 30 below. And they drove right through it and basically gave the RCMP the big finger. And RCMP deserves every bit of that, like every cop deserves it if they're going to stand in your way. People's rights do not get undermined by a man in a uniform. I don't care if you're a veteran. I don't care if you're a cop. I don't care who you are. When it comes to liberty, it's not their job to take it away. And for all these little victories that are supposed to be happening and people are dancing around going, woohoo, we got ourselves a little bit of mandate reduction. No, you didn't win anything. They're giving you back crumbs of what they stole. They stole the loaf of bread and they're going to give you crumbs back and say, hey, how's that feel? And people are so worn down right now and so weak in their relationship to Christ and their foundation of faith, they're dancing around going, oh, oh, this feels so good. I'm so happy it's almost over. It's not almost over. You give them an inch right now, this viper will strike back 10 times harder. So how do you fight the viper? Bring the fight to them. And thank God for Canada for what they're doing. And I'm telling you, American truckers, I don't know where you are or what you're doing, but get it moving. Get it moving. And we better be ready, patriots, to shut it down. And I mean totally. I don't care if people are going to be crying and moaning. All the millennials out here, all these wimpy liberals, they're going to be out here going, oh, but please, there's going to be people starving. Okay, so what? Sorry, that's just tough. You're not going to get through this and win without having suffering. And what's that going to require? It's going to require that neighbors start acting like neighbors, people start acting like people, communities start coming together, and quit relying 
on these idiots that are running this corporate supply chain. They are the ones manipulating the supply chain. They're the ones trying to cut down the food supplies. And they've tried to, they tried to move this movement in Canada to hijack it was their original intent to make it happen so that they could blame the truckers on the shortages of goods and services. It's not the truckers. It's the big boys up in the banking, the Wall Street, all these elites, the same ones that are promoting the vax, the same ones that are telling you no mandates, but the vax continues, the same ones that are offering you monoclonal antibody treatments, which are made by the same companies as the vax, the same ones that are getting their pass through on the Dominion system and claiming they're for the people, which we know they're not, the same one like the governor in Virginia who says he's got 11 man and 11 executive orders to rule, which is nothing more than ruling by proxy as a tyrant. And then when you read the fine print, you discover, oh, wait a minute, how come everyone but everyone has to have the vax except the executive group around the governor? Because he's a crony system. Let's get real. We want to win, fight like warriors. And if you want to fight like warriors, double down. And if you want to fight like warriors, listen to Mike Lindell tonight. We're going to introduce him right here and understand what it takes, the courage it takes to stand up to these beasts and to win. And that's the one thing I love about Mike Lindell. He has a beautiful heart. He's got a, he walks with Christ. And as you'll even hear, I don't think you know this. Did you know that God is his CEO of his company? Wait till you hear that. All right, Patriots, so let me introduce Mike Lindell. Well, Patriots, I want to just really say I'm very honored today to have Mike Lindell on the program with us here. He's obviously one of the great Patriots and CEOs of our time. And not only that, he's a man that carries Christ in his heart, which is just, uh, if we had 300 CEOs like Mike, I think we wouldn't be in the situation we are. So, Mike, welcome to the show. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, Mike, I'd like to start with a little bit of this latest challenge that you're facing uh, that with this this pressure on your banking, which I seem it seems to have stemmed as well from kind of a, almost like a dual effort of squeezing you on the January 6th fake trial that they're trying to do or what inquiry, whatever they're doing. And then at the same time, trying to squeeze you on banking. Is, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it's uh, it all goes back to they're trying to take away my voice. And that's what they've been trying to take away all our voices. And that's their big win. Um, you go back last year at this time after January 6th, uh, they basically silenced the whole country other than some guy running around the White House with a martial law papers in his hands. If you remember when I was delivering something for some lawyers and then and then the attack started on me. They've never let up. I've had to use the left media, all the media on the left to my advantage. And so when I get attacked, I can get the word out about the election, about mandate, whatever, whatever I want to get the word out. But because we don't have conservative media, it's leftists, at least the big ones. Fox is, went, is the worst thing that could happen to our country was Fox going south on us. And that's what like right now. So for them to attack me was it was centered around frank speech my platform frankspeech.com when i've had this bank for years with my charity my lindell recovery network my lindell foundation all these all these uh entities and then when frank speech now when the banker came that using using like you say the january 6th because they uh, they wanted my phone records which i wouldn't give it to him i sued him then I went after him. I said, what are you talking about? I wasn't even there. And uh, and so then they go after uh, 
the, the bank comes to my controller and says, uh, we want you guys to leave. Start with Frank's speech. We want that gone in a week, and the rest will give you 30 days. So it, it's really about silencing the, my voice. And, uh, you know, God provided me a big platform with a very, um, you know, with my pillow and to have that voice. And they uh, for such a time as this. And I really believe that. And I think they do, too. And uh, so they've tried to take down, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, um, Secret Service came to me about two years ago and they came up to Minnesota um, and these are friends of mine that they were in the Secret Service. And they they said, Mike, you know, we, we, they look for um, any problem areas of my pillow, um, you know, for my own personal danger. And uh, and they said to me back then, they go, you know, Mike, you're so open in the public and you've told everything about your past. They can't take you down by going into your past. You've already told everything. You know, you're a crack addict, blah, blah, blah. He said, and you're not even going into your future. If they said something in the media, everyone's going to go, well, that's just because he backs Donald Trump. But he said, so they're going to come after you. They're going to come after the money, your foundation, where you're, where you're getting your, they're going to come after my pillow. And boy, did they. And, uh, and that's where it is. It's just, uh, this is uh, that, that whole January 6th thing they're doing now is a big, I call it election deflection. That's all it is. It's a big marketing deflection. That's what they're good at. And that's what I've been in a big old chess game with them on. If you go back to last summer, the FBI said on June 25th, there was absolutely, we did our investigation. There's absolutely no conspiracy between Donald Trump or his followers on anything to do with January 6th. That was the FBI report. So get over it. There was nothing there. And, and in fact, the FBI probably said that to clear their own conscience. And, uh, and uh, so now it gets brought up a year later just to put fear into people again. And, uh, and uh, you know, that they threw it out there, but, you know, it got me back out there in the, in the news and I'm able to say things, what's really the truth. The truth is they don't want to talk about the 2020 election and, uh, and getting rid of all these machines and computers and the world we're living in because everything that's happening right now goes back to November 3rd of 2020. I fully agree with that. Mike, real quick, just to continue a little bit on this banking issue, this is happening to patriots as well in different forms. We're seeing deplatforming of their banking and their ability to do commerce online. Yep. What's your direction here on how to pivot off of that shutdown? And are you considering possibly launching your own bank to, to lead patriots? Well, there's a couple things. Let me let me say this. You know, a year ago, over 250,000 people and businesses that we know of got deplatformed, whether it was YouTube, Vimeo, um, Crooked Sucker Bucks, Facebook. I mean, whatever it was, and 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 like you say, some of them would lost their their even their merchant accounts or their banks. And uh, the way we're at right now with my what I've done to to push back, obviously. I went public with it, and uh, but I have that voice, and the bank backed off. They're they're like sitting cowering. They wanted me to leave the bank. You know, we don't want to we don't want to have to do this because it'll look bad for you. We don't want to make we don't want to make the press. We don't want to we don't want it to, our name to get out there in the press. Well, that kind of backfired on them, <laughs> and uh, their name is out there everywhere. I think their stock dropped two dollars immediately. But uh, that's Heartland Financial and Minnesota Bank and Trust, by the way, everybody. Um, the um, 
you know, so right now, you know, you got these cancellations. It just happened to OAN, the great OAN station. I know their family. They they just got canceled by AT&T, who owns DirecTV. They shut them off. Uh, the, um, our real president, Donald Trump, talked about it at the uh, at the rally in Texas. It's disgusting what they did where they can just these big conglomerates can just shut you down and uh, and turn off your livelihood. And as far as the bank go, um, you know, I'm looking at different things, different options, because I know God's put me in a leadership role here and we're looking at all options. But for now, you know, I've just pushed back and said, you know, we're going to start calling out all of you companies because they did not they did not get rid of that voice. And. They failed in that. So what I tell people all the time, our best offense here, at least in the moment, is to communicate. Everybody out there has got, um, you know, your audience today, they all got, you know, maybe they have 20 people on their email list or, or maybe their Facebook has, you know, 100 people. I don't care if it's two people. You go out and tell them both the things that are going on and you tell them both the good news that's out there. Or the news. You tell them the news that's getting either all we're getting is propaganda or we're getting news hidden from us like Fox. And uh, I suggest anyone out there to not don't take anything. um, Don't waste your time watching Fox because they have a list of things they can't talk about. And that's mandates, therapeutics that work and the 2020 election. So if you want to hear any hope out there, any news, you've got to hear basically almost at the ground level. Um, and uh, hearing it on a new podcast, we're going to have a whole new media thing that's going to uh, be born out of all this. And uh, uh, from a podcast, from you know, um, different social media platforms, and all kinds of stuff. But and like you say, it could be new banks. Um, I am I am looking into different things there to see what options would be because it's pretty scary. You think of this: what AT and T just did to OAN. Imagine there's a there's a few monopolies out there. Another thing that can destroy a company is Google. Google can just take away your right, and they did it to me. I can't. They took away my name on there at one point when I came out with absolute proof. I couldn't even. You couldn't even Google my own name, and I couldn't buy my own AdWords. They did not want you to find that movie. So imagine if Google said one day said, you know what, we're going to take my pillow off the Google search engine. Well, everybody, unless you put in exactly mypillow.com, people, you lose a certain portion. People are creatures. They have it to go, oh, something must have happened. And so they have such power there. But I'll tell you who has even more power is your credit card companies, your credit card companies, your merchant servers, your banks. Um, you know, these at any time, they can turn you off. Just like if everybody knows what happened to Jim Baker last year. They took away his credit cards because uh, one of the products spoke out about that helped. It was some silver thing that helped uh, uh, with the China virus. And they mentioned it on air. They've been selling this stuff for years. And they came in and just shut down his uh, his credit cards. So, you know, if it can happen at that level, they can do it to anybody without a voice. I know many Christian churches that were shut down during uh, uh, last year at this time where they can't get the word out to, they've been shut off of Twitter, um, a, a YouTube, um, you know, Vimeo and these platforms. It is the cancel culture is it's criminal. I mean, it's a, this is what they do when you take over a country and you take over a people, you cut their communications and you, and uh, 
and you take away their, uh, um, you know, out of fear. You know, you take away a few people's uh, merchant servers or credit cards or banks. Boy, that puts the fear in anyone else that wants to speak out, right? So that's why I'm telling people, I, I went right back in the bank's face. How dare you even ask me to do something like that? The whole country's going to know what you just did. And they got called out. And they went silent on me. They're not. We're not leaving that bank. I'm going to give them the satisfaction. I'm going to stand there and if they and uh, you know put their name out there every day. They should have never even started something like this. I'll tell you one more quick example. Last year, um, when I was getting canceled by all the box stores and the and the, the terrible shopping channels, QBC, HSN, which by the way is a monopoly. They bought each other out. Um, so you got all these monopolies, but and then these box stores canceled. But one of the things that happened there that nobody knew about was 12 TV stations. I'm on or hundreds of TV stations every day, actually thousands, and not, not just, uh, you know, Fox and CNN and the cable ones. I'm on all these local ones, too. And there was 12 of them that came to me one day last year in January and said, hey, we're going to we're going to. Uh, we're going to cancel our ads. You know, they've been with me for years. We're going to, we're going to um, sit this one out or we're going to, you know, they didn't even say sit this one out. They say, yeah, we don't need to do our ads right now. And, and I'm going, um, we're your number one selling product. I buy more stuff on your, on your uh, shows than anyone. And if you make this decision, number one, it'll be the worst decision you ever make. Cause I will never take you back. So you need to make that decision. Now, this was right when it started. These were the first 12. All of them decided to stay on, and it was the best decision they ever made. They're all thriving now. They were all little stations, but they were in fear of the cancel culture because they had, you know, bots and trolls that came at them, attacked them, but they made the right decision. So I think all of, everybody's got to fight this head on and uh, because we're going to a real bad place otherwise. I fully agree, Mike. The sort of fight that you're leading is extremely important, as you said, because you're giving – as you just pointed out, you're giving strength to others when they feel like there is no voice. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges. Right. When we start looking at Frank's speech, I know that that has been a platform you've pushed hard to give an alternate voice of free speech. Mm -hmm. How is that moving? And are, are you continuing to expand that out, especially since the banks went after that one as well? Yeah, that's the one the banks wanted to take down. That was when it's been attacked like you've never seen. But remember, I bought all my own servers. I have $5 million of just protection on there. So from the bots and trolls and from taking it down, I don't have to worry about your apples of the world or your YouTubes or your Vimeos or any of those. Um, so <clears throat> that's taken care of. And we've got about 4 million people over there now. We're adding to our lineup every day to get the voice out. Um, you got your terrible, terrible conservative media, Fox and Newsmax. Newsmax just let go Emerald Robertson because she spoke out on her own time about against the vaccine. So Emerald's coming over now. We just uh, brought her over. We welcome her. She's going to have a morning time slot. Uh, going forward, um, there's a couple others I don't want to name yet because we're still in con getting contracts with them. These are huge names from Fox and and Newsmax, where these guys they're not going to put up with uh, the mandates that were at both places, um, or they're not going to put up with not being able to talk anymore because they have right in front of them. You can't talk against the vaccine. You can't speak out about therapeutics that work. You can't speak out. You certainly can't say the word dominion or speak out about the 2020 election. And that's pretty sad when when you have 
an election where you can't even put the news out. Like just the other day, uh, felony charges were going like in Wisconsin against politicians that the, the crimes that were committed in Wisconsin in the 2020 election. That's just news. You mean you can't even report that, Fox? You can't report? Um, I send Sean Hannity a text, you know, at least every other day saying, Sean, is this the news? Is this the news? You know, and it's uh, it's disgusting. They had to have Fox to pull that off because when you trust an outlet to give you the news and all of a sudden they go Fox on you, they go silent on you. What's worse when they when you've got comp- when you have outlets? Here's what I said the other day on all conservative media. I'm, you know, I'm talking about um, I even went after Salem media. Um, you know, these outlets that when I got canceled like, and you cancel Mike Lindell lost four of his four more retailers today, Bed Bath & Beyond, Kohl's, Costco, and they're out there um, talking, you know, selling pillows or whatever, saying, and, and they're selling more on their stations because of that, and they're, and they're telling Mike Lindell, cancel culture, but then they're not saying why I was canceled, and if a good example is last year on Newsmax, the host ripped his uh, microphone off and walked off the thing because I was saying, I was telling him why my Twitter got canceled. He just wanted to say, feel sorry for Mike, his Twitter, his MyPillow Twitter got canceled. What got canceled because I spoke out against the machines, computers being used in our election. And and uh, you see the differences. I don't mind, if you're going to cancel my money, you, you try, that's fine. But you cancel my voice, we lose everything. Or you cancel our voices, we lose everything. It's over. You're absolutely right, Mike. If anybody that has been in this and part of the election fraud, you have dug more deeply, I think, almost than anybody into the machines and the fraudulent processes behind the scenes, including the international players. Yep. I would like to have your opinion on this because nothing has changed in our election system, and yet we keep hearing this, go out and vote and expect a different outcome. Right. By, by certain definition, that is a little bit of a definition of insanity. Right. It, no, it is. You need, it because there was a different input, so you got all this different output. And if you're going to do the same thing again, it's over. We lose our country forever. If there's machines next fall, it's over, everybody. Um, you can go, that's you asked me about frankspeech.com. Everybody, you can go there. It's the information hub you've been looking for. You go to, it's called Cause of America. Cause of America. It's at frankspeech.com. That's an entity I set up. We became like a hub of the United States of all these great grassroots groups from uh, Florida to Maine to San Diego to Washington State to Hawaii to Alaska. All, we're in uh, 40-some states. They're out there working every day. We, they've been doing canvassing since last summer. And uh, we've been, we have a, we're going county to county to get rid of the machines. For example, there was just a hearing yesterday in a county in Kansas City, or in Kansas, I guess, Kansas. And actually, there was two Dominion employees there, and they just got blown out of the place, booed out of the place. Well, 35 people were there in that courtroom, and they all said, we don't, we want paper ballots. We have a complete replacement for the machines. That's also, you can see that at frankspeech.com. It's a system developed in Texas by veterans and guys a lot smarter than me. It's paper ballots on steroids. They got to, you can't copy the ballot like you can, you know, run it off on a copier. Uh, and you can't copy that. You've got, it's got cameras. Um, it's the best replacement that I've ever seen come across. And they have enough to do the whole 2022 election. Uh, we're getting right now the Supreme Court complaint that I've told everybody about. Yes, it's real, and it's going to be coming out. 
everyone says, well, Mike, you keep saying that. It's not my complaint. It's the attorneys general. And they and I we, I deal with we talk to them almost on a daily basis. And they've, there's a, there's a, this is one shot. This is to save help save the country. Just one thing. It's got to be every die's got or I's got to be dotted and T crossed. And I've seen it. I've had lawyers look at it. It's awesome. That will be one of the things of relief. There is that these states don't do what they did in 2020, which is they broke laws. They committed crimes. They broke our constitution. I'll just give you one example. Let's talk about Pennsylvania. They turned in more, they turned in their electors and they have a law in Pennsylvania. You can't have more votes than voters. What? Is that crazy? What a law, huh? Well, they did. They had more votes than voters. So they turned and they turned in their electors in Pennsylvania. Just last week, it came out in the news. You didn't see it. If you were watching Fox, everybody, Pennsylvania, they ruled that 40% of their ballots were unconstitutional. 40%. That means Donald Trump theoretically could have won Pennsylvania by a two to one margin. I mean, it's just disgusting. In Wisconsin, all of the laws that were created there by the governors and secretary of states, which is called in Wisconsin, it's called WEC, the WEC. That's their secretary of state. They broke all these constitutional laws and put in things in place for the 2020 election. Now, it was all illegal what they did, but now just last week, the Wisconsin legislature, led by a Republican, wanted to make uh, make that the law for the next election. You really want to put back in all the illegal stuff that, that manifested to this uh, the biggest crime in history? Well, that got shut down right away, but on a parallel track in Wisconsin, you got Tim Ranth, a legislator, he, there's enough evidence by far in Wisconsin now. They did an investigation, the sheriff's, Racine Sheriff's Office. They can pull down the Wisconsin electors. He, he, they need one more senator to sign on, and it gets to the floor. And they can pull down Wisconsin. They can pull down Pennsylvania tomorrow. They can pull down Arizona. All the evidence came out in that Maricopa audit. A hundred and some thousand ballots were ran off on a copier. 37,000 people voted twice, three times, and four times. People didn't do that. Computers did that, everybody. And you can go there. You can see this. It can, you want to get hope, you go to frankspeech.com. Go to Cause of America. You can see a report every day there, the news there, that's pulled in just for the election of 2020. All the news that's rolling in daily that you're not going to see on the on all the good things being done. We have a we also have a class action or we have a lawsuit. Everyone says, well, Mike, you know, you got sued by Dominion for one point six billion. I asked him to sue me, everybody. I begged him to sue me. Sue me, Dominion. I got all the evidence. We have 30 some terabytes of cyber evidence. That's by the way, uh, that's uh, that's still sitting there. That's just a side bonus. We have the whole election, what was done in every state. And, and now we're just going state by state and you canvas and you go to the doors and knock on people's doors and go, hey, did these 10 people vote at your house here? No, it was just me and I didn't even vote. And that's called canvassing. And you get the state's voter rolls, which we've got almost uh, probably two thirds of the states. The registered voters who voted, a lot of them I had to pay for out of my pocket, like Alabama. And then you see who voted and you go right to their door and they go, no, I didn't even vote. And they go, oh, it says here you vote. And they go, well, that's why I was getting all this Democrat mail. You know, I mean, it's just uh, all these things are getting revealed. We're actually in the, in the state of Colorado. It was called the Trusted Build. Everybody needs to know about this. 
uh, there's a county clerk there by the name of Tina Peters. And she, when they came in to do these, redo these Dominion machines in a last, a year ago now, last spring, um, they, it's called the trust to build Dominion came in and deleted the 2020 election off every machine in Colorado. And now how do we know that? Well, because Tina and other County clerks took a, a download of their computer before they came in to, to, to do their trusted bill like they were supposed to do. Well, they went after them for doing their job. This is a huge story. They've had battery rams bashing people's doors down with the FBI. They don't arrest anybody. It's intimidation. And they went after now. Uh, Jenna Griswold is the Secretary of State of Colorado. She is also the head of these other sec Democrat Secretary of State, a very evil person. And I can say that because I know this. She is evil as they come. And she has been going after putting fear into these county clerks. And But what we have, we now have that after five months investigating what they deleted, we're bringing that to the judges of the, all these Dominion cases and saying, hey, we not, here's what they deleted. They were supposed to preserve evidence in these lawsuits. It's called spoliation. It's like if you threw a gun in a river and the jury would have to assume that you actually did the crime. Well, not only that, we know what they deleted. So this will go public. Now, it won't be on Fox, but it'll go public to the world. Here's what they did. That deletion shows the algorithm and what was done to our whole country. And remember, Dominion's based in Colorado. And all the machine companies were the same. When you, when you have, I'll say one more thing, is they, when you have a cyber attack, which people, we have every day. We have it in business, credit card companies, gas lines. Korea did that one time with Sony. <clears throat> you have cyber attacks all the time. What happens is you bring in geeks then, and and the um, the geeks, um, the good geeks, then they patch it up. These cyber guys, they they patch it up. They find out what who attacked. They make it a, a better defense, and then they uh, um, and then it goes another. It cycles through again. The bad geeks, the bad geeks attack again, and they break through. But that all amounts to money. That all amounts just to money. But when you attack an election. You take a whole country, ask Venezuela, ask Australia, ask some of these countries around the world. We're losing everything. It's the world. This is a massive takeover. They left and call me conspiracy theory, whatever. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. The Democrats warned us of these machines, of the computer, the computer age. And they, um, if they're still here in 2022, it's over no matter what we do. And that's just a fact. And but they're but the good news is we uh, we are we're on the right path. And this has all been on God's timing. And, and uh, if the selection would have been overturned a year ago, uh, we would have lost our country forever uh, because we would not have known about the big the big attack where you inflate the voter rolls and you just take a machine and a computer and go. Let's see who do I want to win? Ding 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 ding. And uh, and that's where we're at. You know, Mike, that's a really interesting perspective you made at the very last, and I and I agree with you. And it was the key words; it was God's timing. Yep. Because when we try to rush too much to an end that we want, we miss so much along the way. I'd like you to just talk a little bit is about your faith, because you are one of the few CEOs in our nation that openly shows his love in Christ. And to me, that's one of the things that has given you so much strength and endurance in all of this. Can you talk some about that? Well, it's what's given me strength. You go back to in everything. And uh, 
my company, my pillar with my pillow, um, you know, God's the CEO. You know, we put, we put, we pray about every, everything we do. And, uh, but if you go back to last year, um, you know, right after January 6th, I got the evidence on January 9th of these machines, of the answers that I was, uh, that explained everything. Cause you, you had to have this input. I'm going, it doesn't make sense that all the states had non-residents that voted. I said, people are genuinely good people. Thousands of people aren't going to march across from Minnesota into Wisconsin to vote. I said, there's got to be a different input you to get that output. And on January 9th, I got, it was the machines. Well, well, at that point, after they took the picture at the White House and I was attacked, I was, I'd call my friends and even, I had friends that wouldn't answer the phone. If I put something up on Facebook, it wasn't because Suckerbuck suppressed me. It's because people were afraid to be even associated with me. So I, but I had no fear. I only fear the Lord. And it was God. I prayed to God and I'm going, you know, and there was only one time you guys that I had fear. And that was about 10 days before the impeachment trials in February. And, and I go, wow. I said, you know, cause we went through the inauguration and my friend, Ben Carson, he said to me, it was very encouraging to me. He said, Mike, I said, Ben, what are we going to do? And he, you know, and he goes, he said, well, you know, this is on God's timing. He doesn't go by dates, you know, November 3rd, December 14th, January 6th, January 20th. He goes, he's, you know, we got, you just got to give it to God. And that was so encouraging for me. But then, you know, I did have some fear crept in. I'm going, wow, they're, if they, if they go in the impeachment trials and they're not going to show evidence, cause I had heard they weren't going to show the evidence. And then I just felt in prayer to do that movie, absolute proof. And, and I just seen so many miracles happen there. Like on February 5th, the morning of February 5th at 9 AM, um, when that came out, I was attacked by Google, everything. Vimeo took it down. YouTube took it down. They took my name off. They took over my Wikipedia. But you know what? By miracle, 150 million people seen that movie in three days before the impeachment trial. Now, you think of this, all those people there that they had just seen this movie and heard about all this evidence. That was a God thing. And and I tell the, you know, I tell um, um, people all the time, you know, they think of what's getting revealed. I mean, the miracle of all this, if you look at it, it's if you would have just if it would have been on our timing. Oh, I want Donald Trump's got to get stay in power. Well, if I didn't know Jimmy Kimmel asked me on TV, Mike, would you do it if your friend Donald Trump would be putting? Would you still be sounding the alarm? And I said, 100 percent, I would, because uh, it, it isn't about politics. This is a this is a big it's a it's. It's evil and good. It's a spiritual warfare beyond its of historical proportions. And and so for me, not just having fear of the Lord and going out there with no fear. And then that led to after about three months, other people, it was contagious. It was like people, it was infectious. People going, hey, Mike's standing up there. And people started coming behind me and going, and that that made me feel um, you know not alone. I'm not that I felt alone with the, you know, I had the Lord, but it was like, it was like people started going, Hey, I can go out there. There's nothing to fear. Here's what I told people. This is, you know, I said, you know what, here's where we're at. I said, I lose my company anyway. I said, if anybody else had this evidence or anybody else had my platform, if I don't do what I know God wants me to do, um, where am I at? I said, it doesn't matter. I said, if this, if this is all, if we don't, we have all the pieces 
to uh, for God to give us grace and get us through this on his timing. And if I'm wrong or if we're wrong in all the believers, we all go to heaven. It's the end of the world anyway. It's either one or the other. Either we're going to get grace going, God's grace going forward, or it's over, everybody. If you can't see this, read the book of Revelation and all the stuff going on around the world. You know, don't watch Fox. You're not going to hear what's going on around the world. You're not going to hear that they're using drones over in Australia to tell you go back in your house and you can't, you can only go buy groceries if you haven't a shot. And these things are going on, but we we're in this big battle. And I really believe we are in the greatest revival in history. More people are coming to Jesus Christ now than ever before because they are looking for hope. And that hope is Jesus, that hope. And, and, and it's the greatest time in history to be alive. Just enjoy. It's like living inside of a great movie. And uh, I tell people, get out there and, you know, tell your, you know, I don't care if you know 10 people or 500. Do you know, you know what I, it now is the best time to, to, if you want to go out and ministry to people, if you're a pastor out there and you have a church, you better, you better get out there and start talking about stuff. You Now's the time you need to step forward as your church. And don't that and don't worry about um, don't don't live in fear yourself. You need to talk about things that are real. If you have people in addiction, you know, I have the Lindo Recovery Network It's free to addicts. Me being next crack addict. If you can't go out now and talk to someone that's hurting out there and looking for hope and, and in addiction, then, then uh, you know what? If you're waiting for to get your courage for a rainy day, it's pouring outside. And people are open to anything right now. To, they're looking for hope. And uh, now's the time you should be out evangelizing, ministering to people. Um, and it's going to be the greatest uniting of our country in history. When we get through this, we're not a racist country. We're the, That's the biggest lie from the Obama era that ever came down the, the track. I mean, it's a joke. They took God out of our schools. They've done all this. We get through this. And it's going to be just a pouring over uh, for this greatest revival. And it's, uh, I'm just excited. And I am too. I, I really appreciate those words. Mike, can you give us a little insight and just a little glimpse inside your company? We know you as a personality. And as I say many times on my own show, I say, who would have imagined that a guy who sells pillows would be considered the most dangerous man in America? But I, <laughs> but I, I just, That's true. and I, I love this. Can you give us a little bit insight of how, how do you work faith in God in your country, in your company? You made a mention that you pray over everything. And I just think that that, that image is so powerful for others to hear right and and uh and it's uh it's let me let me just tell you this everyone when you talk about prayer um you know i used to live in a back in the day you know you see me wearing my cross on tv i always wanted to be that person and um i believed in god i didn't have that personal relationship with jesus that was a full surrender on february 18th 2017 you know, but all my life, you know, I, I had um, my book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to Seal? I had near death experiences, 14 of them, I believe, at last count. I had uh, miracles happen along the way, but I would, I would pray rea in reactionary prayers like, God, please get me out of this. I'll, you know, I'll never do this again or just get me through this. And, or, or, um, you know, they're reactionary prayers. So many people have reached out to me and prayed and said, Mike, I prayed so hard. And, and uh, Donald Trump didn't didn't win, and or I prayed, and and uh, you know they they they're doing this with these mandates. I prayed, you know, well those are reactionary prayers, and 
And I tell people, you know, it might not be God's will. And I, and I, where do you find God's will? You find God's will in the word. So I tell people, stay in the word. And when you're in the word and you, and you're, and you're in the word, and now you can be proactive in prayer and you're going to find out that those, they line up. They, they absolutely line up and, and you can, and, uh, it's amazing. And that's, that's about what I can say there. And it's like at my pillow, um, you know, we're like a big family. There's 20 some hundred employees, I believe 2,700. Um, and we have every walk of life, you know, we have blacks, white, Hispanics, Asian, it doesn't matter, uh, conservative, liberal, uh, Democrats, Republicans, but this is unite us. We're like a big family uh, and, uh, and they, and there's a trust, but we don't, we're not trusting, uh, we're trusting in the Lord. It starts at the top, goes all the way down through, through our company. So when things happen out there, um, you know, something will happen at any other company, they go, well, they're going down, you know, my, my pillow's going down. My employees, they have such a confidence because we're, we're led by the Lord and they just, you know, it's a peace. We get a piece. We actually go go out. We're probably going to get busier this week. Everybody get prepared. And uh, and that's the way it's been. It, it just goes through our whole company. And I believe on a bigger scale, that's going to be everywhere. And and uh, because, it, like I say, this has been a great uniting of people. And, uh, of course, they try and take away our voices so we don't unite in that uniting. You know what I mean? We don't, you know, there's an old thing. Uh, and, uh, and this is... Uh, this might get away from, uh, you know, the faith part, but they, with, with Jesus, but, but to get the word out, even like your, your churches, even churches, right? I think they need to get involved in, and companies to get your CEOs to get, you know, you want to make it, you better, you know, make God the CEO of your company. But, uh, there's an old, there was a thing about 20, 30 years ago when I was growing up, it was a shampoo commercial and I'll never forget. It said, and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on. And when social media and stuff came into play, um, it was, you tell two friends and they tell 20 friends, they tell 500, they tell 5,000, they tell 500,000, they tell 5 million. And it was like, all of a sudden a little voice became this huge voice well, um, that's what they tried to take away last year when they, I believe it was January 7th, when they took away the President of the United States Twitter account, and they silenced over 250,000 people. And a lot of them were churches, there were companies, uh, they just, anyone that had a voice speaking out, and it just, and that wasn't just speaking out about the election, that could be speaking out about, about Jesus too. Boom, they silenced them. Now, but now, this is why I'm so confident every day. It's going the other way. We were down to very little voice, but they didn't win. And every day, as these things are going through and these things are happening every day on God's timing, where bad things are happening and that don't make sense to any, when you talk about party, if something goes on that doesn't help the people, any people, what it does is it awakens more people are getting their eyes open to the bigger picture here, that this is an evil that's come in. You can say it's socialism. We skipped right over to communism. Yes, China was involved in this takeover, the CCP and all this. But it, it look at it in a big picture when you look at it at spiritual warfare and you start looking at people that have, uh, um, where, are the, where do the successes lie? It's the ones that God's protecting 
and like my pillow, um, I was just with um, the sec or the attorney general of Texas, Ken Paxton and his group the other day, and they were praying and they pray about everything they do. And, and uh, they get the, the protection and the stuff that they're doing. You can just tell where the attacks come. That's evil attacking th people out there that are doing the right thing that are got led by God. And, um, um, you know, the, the, um, I just, uh, I just encourage, uh, the, you know, the churches and the businesses and the people, you know, this is the time where you can't live in fear and you have to uh, get on your knees, surrender, and, and it makes it easier. It's so much easier. When I, I'll tell you, here's a guy that couldn't speak. That was my, in my book, What Are the Odds Crack Act CEO? I couldn't speak. I can't, you know, come from a family, divorced when I was seven, back in the 60s when, when divorces weren't common. I was put into a new school where um, I was the only kid from a divorced family. And um, I felt like an outcast. I felt I was, I became, I either wouldn't talk to people or I would show off, like, watch me jump out of a bus window, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, it, that followed me through my life. I became a very functioning addict. By the way, addiction isn't just some homeless guy in the street. It affects everybody, no matter how many forks you eat with. And it, there's so many functioning addicts out there and uh, and that's what I became a very functioning addict, and uh, and then it switched to crack cocaine in the in the two thousands. But um, the the point I make, and here's I I wouldn't talk to people if I wasn't high or on drugs or drinking. I would be very I, I wouldn't talk to people. I thought I just didn't like small talk. Well, it was fear of rejection. You can't get rejected if you don't talk to people. And if you'd have told me that someday I would have a calling of to, to do speeches or speak to people, I would have said that's absolutely impossible. And, uh, you know, we all, you know, that's for me, that's a miracle in itself. And, and everyone else, everyone out there has a calling and you just gotta, for me, when I did that full surrender on February 18, 2017, I thought it was going to be, you know, um, a lot different than what I, what I imagined. I, and, uh, but it was almost the opposite. It was like a big relief. I didn't, it didn't matter anymore. It was like, I gave it to God. It was like this huge relief. Well, two months after that, here's a guy that couldn't talk, you know, sure. You'd seen me in commercials. It's different when you see, when you're speaking in front of a crowd, I was at us bank stadium at a Christian event called a Pulse event at us bank stadium with 50 some thousand people and there was Christian bands and there was uh, speakers, uh, evangelists speaking. And I did a 10 minute um, interview. And then I led the place in an, in an hour or I mean, a one minute prayer, which I don't even know what I said. And about two weeks later, I was at an amusement park with my grandchild and hundreds of people kept coming up to me, these millennials, these kids and going, you're you you're uh, when you spoke there, I fell in the Lord. I mean, you know, your story meant so much to me and all this. And it was like, then I knew that I was on the right path. It was like Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and uh, lean not on your own understanding and always acknowledge him and he will guide your path. And that's what people need to do. You need to be proactive in prayer and pray for the path that you're not and you're calling and where you're at. And, um, and it gets, it's just amazing. It is, Mike. And it's a beautiful story. One last question before we close with a prayer. You have made an effort in your company to do amazing things of continuing to give 
You have your addicts program. You have other charities. Even recently in uh, Kentucky, you sent down, I believe, 10,000 pillows. Can you talk about the importance of that in the whole principle of living and walking in Christ and your business? I'll tell you, it kind of goes back to my first show that I actually did um, when I sold pillows. I sold them. Um, when I first sold them, and I was shut out of box stores and everything. It's, that's come full circle now. But someone said, Mike, why don't you do a kiosk? And I said, how do you spell that? I did the kiosk, but I couldn't talk to people there. And so I only did it one day. Uh, well, the guy had bought a pillow from me the, the one day I was there, and I gave him, I wrote my name, number on a piece of paper. Well, this kiosk failed, and he called me that January. And he said, uh, are you the guy that invented this pillow here in Minnesota? I said, yeah. He said, well, I run the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show. This pillow changed my life. Would you would you like a spot in there? And I, and I go, okay. Well, I, I did the show, and I put my booth, set it up different so people couldn't come inside it. Well, that day I sold like 14 pillows. I'll never forget it. And the next day, the people came back. All of them paid to get back in that show. And they came up and they told me how the pillow had changed their sleep and had changed them. And they go, and it felt so good to me inside. It wasn't about the money. It was that I helped those people. And I think to be able to have the gift of giving, um, you know, we would, you know, it's just, there's nothing better than the gift of giving and to help, to help others. And that uh, I thought, you know, like, if I see, you know, people in addiction, I've been there or people, you know, like you say, you know, we send, we send, um, you know, thousands of pillows or help out like a, um, for me and God does, he rewards that tenfold, but, but it's not, I don't even think of that. It's just the feeling good inside about myself and, and to be able to help others. And that's, uh, to me, that's, uh, that's everything. I, I got hooked on that feeling. And those people told me I had helped them something I had done to help them personally. And, uh, um, and I think that they, uh, um, that's never left me. And that it's always been, uh, um, you know, wanting to help. And it's not one thing you won't see. I remember one time I gave 80,000 pillows, um, to, um, hurricane Harvey and I didn't tell anyone. And I remember, um, back when, uh, um, or, or back then I was, I think it was Sean Hannity. I was talking to him and it came out in our conversation and he goes, you didn't tell anyone. I go, no, I'm not all about that. I'm not doing it for any advertising. I just wanted to help them people. And, uh, well then he went and told everyone, but, but it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's the gift of giving and, and, um, you know, uh, people that to take my past and especially like my Lindell recovery network.org to, to have that online help there that's free and to have people come up to me, you know, when I'm out and, and doing speaking events and they're taking pictures and someone comes up and said, your story saved me or you're, you know, I, I, I could relate to that and it set me free and I, and I found Jesus and they, uh, and they, that's another thing too, with the, when you get through like that Lindell recovery network.org, getting people off addiction is just a bonus the big thing is getting people to Jesus. And, and, and it's, uh, I've said that, you know, over and over again, and people addicts out there are looking for the same input is going to give you the same output. And you have to change that input to get a different output. And, uh, and, um, and that's, you know, that's the bottom line there. So if anybody out there, if you're living in fear or you, and you're 
looking for hope, change your input, change your status quo, what you're doing now, and uh, it'll be amazing. Well, Mike, this has been a great conversation. We always close with a prayer, and today I'm going to ask you if you wouldn't mind leading the prayer. Sure. Um, Lord, Lord, we ask that if there's anyone out there that's uh, sitting out there in fear, that's, um, that is uh, just afraid, we ask that you, uh, that you fill their heart, that you change their, um, that you change their, uh, change their heart, that they can get on, get on their knees and surrender to you and open their heart to you, Lord. Um, we, I ask that you, that you give us grace, that you give our nation grace, that you give, uh, that you give us another chance to repent and, and that we a nation that turned its back on you, God. And we, we ask for forgiveness and we ask for a, uh, we ask for another chance. We ask for grace and we will, and, uh, we ask that um, um, we pray that we uh, that uh, more and more people can come to know you, Lord, in a personal way um, during this time. And we pray that uh, for all people out there to uh, um, I pray for the media, Lord. I pray for the media to these journalists to that you that they can see the light that they come to know you, Lord, and. Um, we pray for all the the evil that's out there. Um, we pray for the uh, for the uh, I pray for them to just have a, a change of heart and to and to see the light that more and more people can see the light. And I just pray for uh, um, for that we uh, as a as a country. I pray for our country. I pray for other countries. I pray for we pray that we. Uh, um, we thank you. I guess we thank you, Lord. I think we thank you for where we're at, that we're, that we can be a part of, uh, of your plan, Lord. And, uh, um, I ask all this in uh, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. It was beautiful. And I just want to thank you again for all that you're doing and your time you spent here today. So thank you very much. Yep. Thanks a lot. God bless you, everybody. God bless Mike. And that was Mike Lindell. America's CEO, patriot, and man of Christ. If we had 300 CEOs like Mike Lindell, could you imagine what this country would be like? I mean, truly, it'd be transformational. 300 men or women that would work and function like that with Christ in their heart every day. So we're going to have to make that happen, aren't we? It's just going to, it's just, that's the only way forward. And it is such a truthful statement that we can see the difference. On one hand, you have corporate leaders like AT&T and, and Netflix and Twitter and Google, Google and all these others. And we see exactly what that gets us. And we have one man, Mike Lindell, that has built an empire in spite of the fact that they have assaulted him and tried to crush him. And he still stands. I mean, it's literally around that. That's 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 the story, and that's God working, and that's how God works through every one of us. So, I've said it over and over. I know you hear it. I know many many of you believe it, but this fight is not going to be won on our own, and this fight isn't going to be won just by saying I believe in God. This fight is won by our acceptance and intimate relationship through Christ Jesus to the Father. And when we do that route, that acceptance, that walk, so when we understand that, 
this fight is won. But when we say things like, well, God's won, yes, the question is, are we going to be part of that victory? And if we're going to be part of that victory, then get on the Jesus train. And if you're called a Jesus freak, then raise your hands and say, amen, thank you, and keep moving. That's that's just that simple. So I saw a really amazing clip today of the truckers, and I want to highlight this because we've been talking a lot about this. And it had to do with the SWAT team that encircled them at some point. And so the truckers actually had a meeting with the SWAT team. And before or after, I couldn't tell at what point in the meeting because it was a clip. They all sat together, stood together, and prayed. This is what we're talking about. We have to put Christ first, and we have to put God first in all things, okay? It's critical. Now, I'm going to pitch it again just because Mike's fighting a fight, and I want to remind everybody of the support of what happens when we support my pillow. okay? You've got your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, but it's the idea that when we spend our dollars there, we're literally putting our dollars into a fight for liberty. And he's got an engine going. So we're funding this revolution by buying pillows and sleepwear and all sorts of other stuff. Your dollars are actually funding this revolution, this counter-revolution to save America and to save the world. And I know that that's crazy. And it sounds like I said, I mean, who would ever thought that a man that sold pillows would be considered one of the most dangerous people in the United States? Well, here we are. This is the crazy world we live in. Okay. So, yep, got it. So just keep sharing that promo code and we've got to get more people involved. And like I've said before, I, I truly mean what I say. When you're giving somebody a my pillow product, like a pillow or something like that, it's kind of like giving them one of God's beacons in their home. They may not believe in God. They may not be intimate with Christ. They may, may even be a liberal. Let them sleep on that pillow for the night. You never know how God's going to work. It's pretty much that way. So that's where we are in this fight is we need that sort of intense focus and leadership always. And each one of us has to walk that way. And, and you can see how Mike Lindell fights. He is relentless. And that should be inspire every single person out here. When the banks come after him, he just turns the table. He turns it right back on them. And he's like, and then the best part I love about that whole story is, no, I'm not leaving the bank, he says. I'm going to stay there and keep banking. Can you imagine now? He owns them. Like, he owns them. Because if they do it again, you know what's going to happen. Every patriot around is going to be standing up. He has turned around. And he's not going to give them the satisfaction of saying, I ran. He's like, no, I'm staying in your in your place and I'm going to do your banking and I'm going to continue to open my accounts and I'm going to continue to grow my business and I'm going to make you play the game on my terms, which means you have to understand that God's on my side and Lucifer's on yours and I'm going to throat stomp him every single day I make a deposit. That's how you win. That's the sword of the spirit. And that's why I've said this so many times and I, as I'm reiterating it, there are few products in my life that I've ever stood behind. I mean, like promote, like I do my pillow. I do so because it's much bigger than a pillow. This is a fight for our nation and for humanity. And I don't care if we're all having to buy slippers to fund it. Guess what? I'll buy 20 pair. Because at the end of the day, this is truly how we're winning. And we have somebody up there who's swinging hard for us at a level that most of us can't reach into. But that means, like Mike said, 
And the reminder to that is every single person has one or two people. It doesn't matter whether you have the millions of followers that Mike has or whether you have a couple people in your network. Every stone counts. Every stone counts. Never, ever forget that. Okay. So, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. It is a glorious time to be in this fight. It's a transformational moment in the world. And we have everything we need if we turn to Jesus and we accept Christ in our heart and we march boldly into this fight. That's a fearless walk. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Our prayers ground us and anchor us right to that rock of faith and that intimacy and that relationship with him. And in the end, like everyone likes to say, well, God's already won this. Yep, he has. The question is, are you going to be at that victory line? Because if you're going to wait for God to do it, I got news for you. You're going to be somewhere at the back or off the cliff. But if you're going to get intimate with Christ and stand boldly there with him, you're going to be right there on that victory line, and it is going to be glorious. So get on the Jesus train. It's pretty simple. So, Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now. I'm going to close with another tribute to our great Canadian truckers, and then we'll go to our regular closeout. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space 
promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 